Welcome, Marvin, and thank you so much for being on our show today, The FinGen Show. We appreciate you making the time, and thank you for being here. I'm glad to be here, and I'm looking forward to this little chat. Yeah, Marvin, it'll be, you know, obviously from your background, it's rich, and there's so much we could talk about. I'd love to just focus today on the idea of what is it, what is it that you do today, and then how did you get here? If we could maybe start with those two questions. Well, uh, not too long ago, I uh, exited a business and thought I would fade away into the sunset and enjoy life. But if you've been an entrepreneur and you've had your pedal to the metal for years and sometimes decades, uh, taking it easy and coasting is a difficult challenge, actually. And I got really bored very quickly. And um, I like podcasts. And so uh, I started thinking maybe I could share some insights of my last exit, which is a fairly good sized exit uh, involved private equity and, you know, boards of directors and banks and all that type of stuff. And I thought, you know, there's probably a lot of other people, regardless of the type of business or size of business they have, uh, that could benefit from uh, some insights on what you need to do to profitably exit your business because you only do this maybe once and sometimes twice if you're lucky uh, in a career as an entrepreneurial career and so I started this podcast called Business Exit Stories where I share stories uh, from people that make deals uh, the good bad and the ugly exit stories. I was going to say, I'm sure there are some exits that uh, I'm not sure if you would consider them exit or not, if they close the business or someone else bought them or That's got an exit. <laughs> yeah, I was not, gonna... not a great one, but uh, that that's an exit. It's one of the three options that you have uh, when you exit a business. You can either pass it on to a partner or a friend. Uh, you can sell it to a third party that you don't really know or you can go bankrupt or close. Those are your options. And if those are your options, you should figure it out now what one you want and uh, plan for it. I'm surprised, Marvin, you tell me you didn't say one of the other options is dragging you out because you're unfortunately dead <laughs> while you work. Well, uh, you know, one of the exits is, uh, yeah, that, that, that's an option too. Uh, some people think they're gonna live forever so they don't plan for an exit too. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I said for you, Marvin, we clearly could have hours with you just unfolding some of these awesome stories that could be a lot of insightful for a lot of other entrepreneurs, but also just your depth of experience. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I'm assuming this podcast that you're doing, you know, you're when I was look, browsing through it, at least it didn't seem like you're doing because of the money you're doing it because you're wanting to give back. Is that part of what you're doing or? Well, I'll eventually figure out how to make money from it. But right now, it's just a, a, a exciting time to learn something new and to chat with all the people I do on the podcast. Uh, we have literally and now I've been doing this for a couple of years uh, and I just love it because I get to talk to you know, people that make deals. I actually talk to advisors that uh, facilitate exit. That's attorneys, M&A advisors, business brokers, and they share four deal stories on every episode. Uh, that they have been involved in and the takeaways. And uh, we learn by what I really wanted the podcast to do is to have the entrepreneurs learn from other people's uh, successes and failures so they don't have to go through it themselves. Yeah, I love that. And this is actually so much alignment with what we're trying to do is break some of these myths and I call it, you know, ideas of entrepreneurship that sometimes is just mystified. Yeah. And they're making sure that there's a reality somewhere and the beautifulness of the whole process as well. A lot of times that we overlook because we either focus on the good or the bad, but not think through the whole process and the experience that people gain in the process, as you know. 
Yeah, it's a it's a process. It's uh, just like anything else. Most entrepreneurs, uh, you know, start a business. They don't know a whole lot. They buy a business. They go through a very steep learning curve, but they figure it out. And they do it repetitively day after day and decade after decade sometimes. And they become very, very good at it. Uh, unfortunately, when you are looking to exit or sell your business, you may have one bite at the apple. It's kind of a metaphor going in baseball, standing at the plate. Uh, you're going to get one swing or two uh, at that ball, and you, you want to hit a home run, not a, a double or strike out. Marvin, thank you so much for sharing all that insight. Uh, well, you know, as you know, entrepreneurship has highs and has lows. And there are sometimes, as you tell people, I've heard this before, as high as it can be and as low as it can be. And sometimes it could be that same moment. <laughs> Would mm -hmm. you mind sharing with us, like one of your, besides the exit, obviously, that was a beautiful thing that you did. Uh, what was one of the highlights in, in the day-to-day -day of running the business or one of the lowest points that you felt like the world is ending at you? Well, uh, very briefly, you know, kind of the highs is when you uh, actually plan a strategy and you execute it. Uh, in one of my early businesses, I was involved in, in the equipment leasing business, and uh, we spent quite a bit of time crafting a strategy for equipment leasing and, you know, bringing it to market. And we, I can remember riding down the elevator with my partner at the end of the year, and uh, we had just literally hit a home run, not because we were necessarily so smart, because I was young and thought I knew everything, but uh, uh, it was uh, an exciting time because uh, it, we executed at a very high level. And I can, I turned to my partner and we had a lot of money in the bank, you know, seven figure type of money in the bank. And I turned to him and said, should we just call it a day, you know, and, uh, you know, just fold the tent and take our money and go home. And uh, we smiled at each other and says, nah, let's, let's, this is only the beginning and start. And unfortunately, we were in the right place at the right time. And uh, we thought we made the wave. We had our surfboards and we thought we made the wave. And when that wave came along, we rode it and we rode it for all it was worth. Uh, unfortunately, the market changed, competition changes uh, in our world, tax laws changed and uh, the wave stopped coming. And uh, so I went from, you know, riding the huge, huge waves to the beach, you know, just like you see in the, in the, you know, video clips of the guy in the tunnel, you know, and he's riding that wave. Well, that's kind of what we were doing. We were having the time of our lives. We were young. We had hit a home run. And then just a few years later, uh, there wasn't any more waves and we couldn't figure out why. And we took everything that we had made and tried to create waves. And no matter how hard we tried, it just didn't work. And uh, we had to pivot our business. And so it, we went from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain within a handful of years. Um, and it was very humbling. Uh, we went from believing all the press clippings that, uh, about ourselves, thinking we were so such hot shots uh, and just so smarter than everybody else on the planet and to being very humble and having very little money in the bank and uh, and scrambling and we were fortunately able to figure it out but uh, it was a very humbling experience Marvin, thank you so much for sharing that because i really feel that you just paid a beautiful pathway for so many entrepreneurs to understand it's a journey you're gonna have ups and downs you clearly didn't leave when it went bad you figured it out 
And I think that's part of the beautifulness that we were trying to really shed a light on. That you can't, it's, it's I think you kind of like said earlier, it's the stops, right? So you just keep moving from one stop to another. And some stops, they are on the top of the mountains. Some stops, unfortunately, they're on the bottom. Uh, but you know that you're going to go up again in a different way. And uh, I love what you said. It's a humbling experience because you also, if you become so successful all the time, it could possibly be not a good thing <laughs> because you might think it's just either your way or the highway, which yeah. a lot of times it happens. Let's take a break and come back and ask you a few more. Thank you so much, Marvin. Welcome back. <laughs> so um, if you wanted to say something, please, I saw that you were wanting to say something. I would love to hear your thoughts before I ask a few more questions. Oh, I was just, you were making your comment there about uh, the tops and the bottoms and every entrepreneur has them. Uh, it is absolutely true. And the difference between an entrepreneur eventually achieving success uh, and not is persistence. Uh, you know, you just cannot let the bumps uh, slow, slow you down. They may slow you down, but uh, don't, don't have them put you in the ditch where you can't get out. I just don't stop. I love that. Marvin, one of the things that you maybe could help if you were to advise someone's getting started or in their business today, what would be an insight that you, you know, I know there's just so many, <laughs> what would be one thing that you could say or one word or one idea for them to think about? Uh, think outside the box. We live in a evolving world that is technologically changing by the day. We live in a dynamic economy that uh, we're coming out of the pandemic as we're talking here. Uh, it's, a, it's a time where you just have to think outside of the box and do unconventional things. And if you can do that and execute at a high level, uh, there's uh, unlimited opportunities and potential out there. A lot of people talk about, you know, the country being challenging and all the political uh, division in our country and all the economic challenges that we have in our country. Uh, but I'm an optimist and I believe that, you know, the best days are yet to come. And for those entrepreneurs that can figure it out and execute at a high level, uh, there's no telling what they're going to be able to achieve. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been fortunate, Marvin, to travel around the world and work in places that has no power and no running water and see entrepreneurs do amazing things. So to, to your point, the country has so much wealth and knowledge and opportunities that despite what could politically be, and this is why one of the things I learned from entrepreneurs is focus on what, uh, focus on what you could worry about and let go of what you can't control. Because if you can't control the politics, you can control what you could do with the politics and mm -hmm. what you could work around it. There's just so much wealth of knowledge, wealth of people, wealth of resources available that you know I could use any example of overseas that I've worked in for you to get a license. For instance, some of the countries that I worked in might be three years, two years, one year to get a business license, right? In, in the US, you just walk to the city hall if you really wanna do something. You don't even have to do an LLC and walk out with a business license. So we're blessed in so many ways. And yeah, well, I've been around the world too and lived in different countries. And that's absolutely true. We don't realize what we have here. Uh, it has challenges and problems, but uh, this is uh, nirvana in, as compared to most countries. Absolutely. And yes, uh, <laughs> so my last question, and obviously, clearly we can keep you here for days, Marvin, but maybe we'll come back and uh, dig deeper with you on some I of I look forward to that. That'd be fun. 
Yeah. My last question is if you if you reflecting back on what you know now, what would you tell yourself or someone in your shoes that maybe was getting success or falling at the time? What would you tell yourself today, knowing what you know now? I would, you know, tell if I was 30 years old and talking to my 30 year old self right now, I would tell that person that, you know, you sometimes have imposter syndrome where you are young or inexperienced and you don't believe that you can do something. Uh, I, I believe that you should just go for it. Uh, don't let things slow you down. Uh, other people haven't figured it out. You just have to innovate and uh, create your own momentum and just move forward in confidence. Uh, and early in my career, I didn't have the confidence. I figured I was too young. I was hiring people that were 10, 15 years older than myself. And I was very intimidated doing that, building my business. You know, I'd go into these interviews with these people. And uh, I just eventually figured it out that, uh, you know, uh, I know more than they do, regardless of my age or my experience and skill level. And uh, I'm just going to have to have the confidence in myself to be able to execute. And that's what I would tell my 30-year-old self is just to have you that self-confidence and go for it. Love it. This is awesome. Great insights, great advice. Thank you so much, Barbara, for making the time, for taking the time. And thanks for being here. And we will definitely plan on having a deeper conversation, at least some of these ideas. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. It. Well, thanks a lot for having me. It's been fun.